Okay, I will. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, I'll close out of Instagram now. I was scrolling. <laughs> Real professional. Happy birthday, Morgan. Oh my God, thank you, Megan. <laughs> that was 100% genuine and the first time I've told her this today. <laughs> I haven't spoken to Megan since last Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, Megan. So tell us about your day. What have you been up to? How are you celebrating your golden birthday? How does 27 feel? Tell us more. So, yes, today's my 27th birthday, 27 on the 27th, but my golden birthday. Wish I was, like, in a better place in life, but that's <laughs> how the cookie crumbles sometimes. Um, I didn't you're, really you're living it. True. I didn't really do much today. Um, I slept in, and then I was get, like planning on like doing a lot, but then my sister FaceTimed me, and so then I was like on FaceTime for <laughs> a long time. <laughs> so then it kind of like pushed back my day. Um, I get that. Then, Once something gets pushed back like twenty minutes, I'm like, nah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then I was like, oh, I'll do this, this, and this, and then I was like, oh, I haven't written up any notes for the podcast tonight. <laughs> So then I was yeah. like, well, I have to be home back home at like a reasonable time so I can like do research. Because you guys, I actually put work into this. I know that sounds surprising because this podcast is a piece of shit, but I actually do put time and effort into it. Um, and so, yeah. I, I appreciate much- that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we sure as hell know that Megan does it. I kind of do. <laughs> I took three notes this week. Oh, but they're did? only oh, but they're wow. only about they're only about things I watched. So, okay. so we'll have to do a TV segment. Wow. Um. So yeah, I just went and got sushi, and then I Ooh. got coffee, and then Ooh. I came back here and I did some note taking, and then I watched an episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yeah. What episode are you on? Are you on the current season? Right. Yeah. I just finished episode four. Okay. I don't know what that is. But I assume like, there's still dog shit going on. Oh, well. Um, it's like that's the whole season. So, like, they're leaving the Bahamas. And, like, it's, like, right when they get back home. And, like, Ken shows Lisa, like, the printed out text. <laughs> Fucking Ken. I know. Um, but I was kind of like, God, I hope my husband's, like, a ride or die for me like that. Where he's, like, in the drama and is, like, actually. <laughs> true. Ken is petty as fuck. All he's yeah. doing this season is being a bitch or like sleeping on camera goals which really what else do you need ken for that's about it and then he yells at kyle later which i cannot wait for um i just watched this goodbye kyle (laughs) (laughs) i just watched this season this week's new episode and denise got married and it was lovely so i'm all caught up yeah i need to get caught up i watched the first episode when it came out but then I, like, went on vacation. And you know when you go on vacation, then, like, your whole life turns around? I do. Sometimes when I get too behind on shows, it's, like, genuinely stressful. I don't know why, and it shouldn't be, but it is. Because that's how I am as a person. Well, that's why I don't watch shows. Like, that's literally the reason. And so so I was kind of getting stressed out about this. And then I was like, okay, you know what? Like, I don't have a job. So I'm just going (laughs) to... This is my job now. It's just catching up on... Real Housewives. 
I mean, yeah, that's also, it's like, it's like the best and like worst because it sucks when you get like overwhelmed and you're like, what do I still need to watch? I don't know. But it's also like so solid when you're like three episodes behind on something and you can just like binge all three episodes at once. Yeah, exactly. That's why like, I usually don't start shows or like, I usually don't start shows until like the whole show is over. Like not even just the season, like genuinely just like the whole show. Yeah, no, that's smart. I get that. Um, but yeah, and then this weekend, I'm um, actually celebrating my birthday, in case everyone was like, wow, what a pathetic life. You're one, right, but two, <laughs> I am celebrating my birthday this weekend. I'm going to oh, yeah, San you're going to Francisco. that emo thing. Yeah, so I'll be in San Francisco. I leave Friday, so oh, I'm actually that getting... so fun. Yeah. So, I'm excited. How was your day? Same old. I don't know. You're going to have to stop asking me that because I have nothing new to report these days. <laughs> I feel like I'm always just like, yeah, work, yeah, wine, yeah. Well. But no, really, it's just been the same old, nothing new here. Going yeah, to but- Country Thunder in two weeks from today. So, you know, that's, you know, on my radar, on the horizon, light at the end of the tunnel. It's getting there. I can't believe you're going to Country Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> Why? You told me that. I was like, oh my god. We didn't go last year and it was just, it just didn't feel right. Well, also, like, one of our best friends got married last year. So it was like either that or Country Thunder. So obviously, I had to choose her wedding. I happened to be the maid of honor in it. So I had to be there. But did you? Just kidding. Just kidding, Jordan. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you'll be at Country Thunder and I'll be in New York City. You wish. Honestly, if that happens, I will be pissed. Yes. Um, and that also just made me think totally not important and off the record. But two weeks from now, we need to record on a different day. Okay. Noted. Um, um, but yeah. So tell everyone about why you'll be in New York City, so you think. But Megan, I'm going to do the power of positive thinking. Well, oh, are you? You know, when you, like, talk about how, like, oh, no, it is going to happen to me, and so then it does, which I feel like I've done multiple times in my life, and I'm always surprised that works. Um, there's a contest going on right now. That if you I'm just bitter it, because if you win, then I'll be pissed. <laughs> well, I'm going to win. I'll be, like, out in the desert in an RV, and you're going to be, like, in my own apartment with Pete Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> me and Pete Davidson, like, sleeping in your bed. <laughs> No, they pay for a hotel. Um, (laughs) Hotel tonight. (laughs) (laughs) There's a contest going on on Twitter that's like if you donate $10 to this fund that's like helps protect the earth. um, And if you win, you get to go to New York and go to a taping of SNL and like be backstage and then you get to go to the SNL after party, which is, like, very exclusive. Like, with Pete. Yeah. And, like, Pete Davidson, like, you're just, like, with him the whole time, like, as his guest. So, a few people have um, entered for me. Can you so, see who enters for you? If they use my email. But some people have used their own email, just my name. 
Um, How would that work? I don't know. Clearly, I haven't done it yet. That's why I was asking. So I could tell you could see whether I've done it or not yet. But I will do it. And also, I am sending you... I'm I'm telling I'm telling I know I already told you this, but I'm telling you this again so people can get excited for the gift that I'm sending you that won't arrive in a few weeks. So a few weeks from now we can talk about it. Okay. Is it a chocolate dick like I sent you? No, that was really good. I know that's what I'm saying. I had to I had to think of something that would top that and honestly it took me all of two seconds to come up with it. And wow. <laughs> Yeah. And I've got it. And it will take a while, but you know, something to look forward to. I like truly can't. Once you're 27 in three weeks. (laughs) I like truly can't think of what it actually could be. I know you can't, and you won't, so don't. Because I'm like, do I even like anything? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) You like stupid shit. That's why it was so easy. It's like, what's the stupidest thing ever? Ah. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> that's all my hobby um also speaking of gifts that I thought about getting you but didn't um so spoiler alert the Caitlin Bristow scrunchies it is <laughs> it is not that but I just have to vent about how upset I am this evening I'm really kind of feeling like a fake fan because again I already told Morgan this but for anyone listening Caitlin Bristow is like on like she's calling it her spring break tour and she's doing like live shows of her podcast in like various cities and whatnot and tonight not only is she in New York City but her show is literally at the restaurant across the street from my office it's called it's like a city winery and I was walking by the restaurant to get to Trader Joe's and I saw like a picture of her face like on a screen and I was like wait and then it all I googled it and sure enough it was tonight and tickets were sold out so I couldn't go and I'm just really disappointed in myself yeah Megan's fake as fuck Caitlin if you're listening which I know you are all those times that Megan talked about you she clearly wasn't invested in furthering your career oh my god I know and like this could have been a clash of the podcast I could have broadcasted live from Rocky. Shut up. I could have broadcasted live as Caitlin's recording live. Ah, would have been like podcast inception. And then we could say that Caitlin was on our podcast. (laughs) Yeah, even though I was just like hiding in the bushes because I couldn't get a ticket. (laughs) And not only is she there, but she's there with Jason. Yeah. I know. So, you know what? I messed up. I'm pretty down on myself about it. But, you know, there will be other opportunities. I can't believe, like, she was, like, right across the street from your work. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. I texted Morgan. I was like, I am within a 100-yard radius of Caitlin Bristow. Even though I wasn't, because she probably wasn't there yet. But still. Well, you live, you learn. You laugh. Um, well, anything else, girly, that you want to talk about before we get into the celeb stuff? I'm trying to think if there's anything I want to talk about. Um, I mean, Caitlin is a celeb, so that was celeb stuff. But, nope, my rant is over. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 
Um, alright, let me open my little notes. Today's gonna be a little... Well, I was gonna say, it's gonna be like a little chaotic, but what's new? I'm dog sitting and they didn't give me the Wi-Fi password and I don't want to ask for it. Um... <laughs> why, why don't you want to ask for it? I don't want to say because they have cameras in their house and I don't know if they can hear. <laughs> Ooh, awkward. They may or may not be Nazis. It's undetermined. Um, anyways, <laughs> I didn't know before accepting. Um, plus is our dog cute at least? Oh, yeah. He's like the best dog ever. Oh. Yeah, he's a really good boy. Um, so let's just get into the goss. Sure. This goss was kind of unorganized this week. Like, last week was so organized. I was so proud of myself. But this goss is just, like, a little all over the place. But, you know, it's a mixed bag here, and we like to keep you on your toes. That we do. Um, so, I don't know if anybody remembers this, because I don't know if anybody truly listens to this podcast or gives a shit. But my, like, first episode of 2019, I, like, made a prediction that I think, Jesus Christ, sorry, I'm, like, sitting out the window, and I just saw someone going past on a residential street at, like, 100 miles per hour. On a what? Residential. Oh, Jesus. They're trying to get to the grocery store. That. (laughs) Karen needs eggs. Karen Um, needs the Pinot Grigio. (laughs) Karen's had a day. She's like, if I one of those fucking kids ask me for one goddamn birthday. <laughs> Anyways, um, I made a prediction in the very first podcast of 2019 that I think that Katy Perry is pregnant or she's going to get pregnant. Ooh. And, and then her and Orlando Bloom, like, got engaged. And so then I was, like, suspicious. Keep going. And mm-hmm. then... Four days ago, she posted a picture on Instagram of, like, an embroidered pillow that said, never get so busy making a living that you forget to make a life. And she captioned it, BRB, making a life. Oh, I'm going to look at this Instagram now. I think you need to start sending me your notes before each show so I can be prepared. Okay. I'm embarrassed though because my notes like everything's spelled wrong things like don't make sense it's literally just like blots of like thought (laughs) oh you're right people definitely think that she's pregnant so yeah like is she pregnant or is she just saying like oh I'm making a life for myself is this an example of you manifesting are you gonna hang out with Pete Davidson in a few weeks I don't know I am definitely gonna win that contest um (laughs) Make it don't laugh. It's true. You won't be laughing when I'm like sending you pictures of me and Pete Davidson like throwing back shots with Rocky in my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> pictures of me, Pete, like Kanan and Sarah <laughs> and Rocky, bitch, walking Rocky at the dog park. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Yeah, I would cry. I get it. But I still like, hope for like, the best for you. like, oh, like, Thomas Rhett's opening. And you're like, well, great. <laughs> I don't fucking care anymore. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know if she actually is pregnant. If she is, 
I seriously, you guys, this is why you should listen to this podcast, because I've predicted so much shit on this podcast that has come true. I'm just saying. I feel like that's kind of a stretch. <laughs> me predicting What? No, me that this predicting. pillow means that she's getting oh. pregnant. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. Like, I don't know if it's actually, like... If she's like, oh, I'm making a life for myself because I'm, like, getting married and I'm, like, enjoying my time. Or she's like, yeah, bitch, I'm pregnant. But, like, it's so weird to me. Or, like, trying to get pregnant. Yeah. It's so weird to me, though, because, like, no, like, news outlets have, like, covered that. Yeah, because it's not news. Well, like, no, like, gossip websites. Yeah. No, I get it. So, I don't know. I'm suspicious. It's a really ugly pillow. It truly is a very ugly pillow. I hate quotes on things. Yeah. I have PTSD. (laughs) 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 What was the one in our bathroom? I don't know. I don't know. I just remember we made too much fun of it and she got mad. It was something about Prince Charming. Oh, Rocky doesn't like it. Hey. Um, but speaking of babies, babies are made because you have sex. So speaking of sex, <laughs> and speaking of Megan's upcoming trip, it was revealed this week that oh, God. Air Spice, harsh, Spice, harsh transition. <laughs> I know exactly where this is going. Harry Spice and Ginger Spice from the Spice Girls had sex once upon a time. Yeah. What? <laughs> I feel like I'm not surprised. Like, Me either. But if I'm any surprised. of the two Spice Girls are going to have sex, it's going to be the two of, with each other. It's going to be the two of them. But also, this was kind of like a J.K. Rowling moment where it's just <laughs> like, what? <laughs> That's what I'm surprised about. I'm not like, oh, my God. I'm more of like, why are you guys saying this randomly like 20 years later? But I also get that they're trying to, like, hype up their tour. So while it seems weird to, like, people in America, because they aren't touring in America, it's, like, you know, it's all, like, trying to hype it up. Yeah, but are you going to hype up your tour and then make out on stage? I hope so. I'll let you know. Wow, that would be crazy. Not going to lie. I know. But yeah, so um, Scary Spice, she was on Pierce Morgan with girl. What are you doing? She was on what the Pierce fuck. Morgan. Yeah, that's where she like revealed it. Ew, I didn't know that it was on Pierce Morgan. I bet Pierce was like, oh, yeah, because he's very LGBT friendly. Um, <laughs> so yeah, she was like on Pierce Morgan this week, and then she like revealed that yeah, they had sex just once. They weren't like lovers or anything. And yeah, and that's also kind of like cool. Like just once. I mean, cool. Yeah. And you know they spent like every fucking day together. So And they were adult women, probably getting drunk, having the time of their lives. They're in their time of their lives just living it. Sowing their wild oats. Is it oats or oaths? It's oats. an oath. Oats? Yeah. Like oatmeal? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Wouldn't it be an oath? Isn't an oath like a promise? 
Or like a truth? Wait, what phrase are you trying to use? Fulfilling their wild oats. Fulfilling their oats? I don't think it's fulfilling. Wait, what is it? (laughs) Sowing their oats? Everyone has turned this podcast off. Wild oats. Sowing your wild oats. Sowing wild oats? (laughs) I hate us. I hate us. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Because we sound so stupid. Sowing wild oats. (laughs) Wait. That's it. I'm Googling it. Wait. That. So. Sow your wild oats. If a young man sows his wild oats, he had a he has a period. Of course, it's a young man. It says if a young man sows his wild oats, he has a period of his life when he does a lot of exciting things and has a lot of sexual relationships. So it is sowing your wild oats. Okay, yeah, yeah. But I thought it was. I literally thought it was oats because oath an oath is a like a. I'm gonna. What is an oath? I'm gonna Google it. Like a promise. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I thought I was like, oh, I'm going to be, I'm going to promise to be wild and have promiscuous sex. Because that would be sowing your wild oats. I don't know how oats got brought into this. (laughs) I regret this whole conversation, but I'm in too deep. (laughs) Filling your wild oats. (laughs) Why is that funny? Oats is the weird part. Oh, Lord. Um, but yeah, and then, then Ginger Spice, like, confirmed it. So, yeah, they they had wild spice sex once upon a time. It was spicy. Wild oat sex. <laughs> Fulfilling oat sex. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. All right. Well, let's call it a night. Bye. <laughs> Maybe I just won't put it out of an episode this week. <laughs> um, and then moving on to the next thing. You guys, like I said, these notes are not in order. It's truly just all over the place. I would say sorry, but I truly don't care. Um, this one I like. I'm wary to talk about because I haven't formed an opinion and I feel like that's very bad of me because I'm kind of being a hypocritical bitch, but what's new? Ooh, um, what is it? Cardi B in that video mm-hmm. that resurfaced. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so funny because I, as well, have not really formed an opinion or read a lot about this story yet. Yeah, so there was Go a on. video... Um, from 2016 and Cardi B was doing like a Facebook live talk so this was like before she was famous I mean she had been on love and hip-hop at this point but like not like Cardi B famous like she is today yeah Um, and so she was like doing a Facebook live and she was talking about her like younger years because if anybody doesn't know Cardi B she was like a stripper before um she became like a rapper she she like grew up like in a not good area she grew up like poor mm-hmm. she had to like slum it she had to like do things to like make money so she like used to work as a cashier at a bodega and then um the bodega owner told her like you have a good body you're like not making any money here why don't you go work at the strip club across the street 
So mm-hmm. she became a stripper at like a very young age. I think it was before she was 18. I think she lied about her age. Yeah, I remember reading that somewhere too. Um, and then she like really wanted to become like a recording artist, but it like cost a ton of money to get in the recording studio. So she had to like, it was like $50,000 to get in the recording studio. Um, and so she talked about how when she was like a lot younger, like in her early adult years, like late teenage years, how she like men would try to pick her up at like the strip club and she would like agree to go back to like a room with them and then she would drug them and rob them in order to like get by. Um, and so this didn't happen in 16, 2016. She was like just talking about when it happened way back when. Okay, wait, so so this was an old Facebook Live from 2016, but she was referring to even, like, before that. Like, yeah. years before that? Okay. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's not right to drug people or rob people. <laughs> exactly. Um, but at the same time... <laughs> see, this is, like, where I have a struggle, because it's, like, I feel like I sound like such a hypocrite. Because yeah, like, no, like, I have butts. I have butts to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's like, if a man said that, I'd be, like, pissed. But, like, people were, like, comparing her to R. Kelly, and it's like, well, sh- no, she never raped any of these men. <laughs> yeah. She, like, and robbed them. And she... that's a whole different thing. Like, because people are like, oh, so you're going to get mad about men? Like, because they're, like, talking about how Rick Ross put in his a rap about how he slipped some girl drugs in order to, like, have his way with her. And it's like, no, that's rape. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Rape is a whole other level of crime than it is to rob someone. Like, I don't condone those actions of Cardi B, but she wasn't raping these people. And, like, if she was raping these people, I'd be immediately like, fuck off, like, you're done. But she wasn't raping these men. So it's like, no, don't compare her to R. Kelly. Don't compare her to that Rick Ross lyric. Yeah, no, I agree with that, too. Um, what did, what was she, like, was she, like, roofing them? I think so. And then, yeah, when they'd pass out, she would, like, take their wallet. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, obviously, like we said, it's not right. But there are buts, and this doesn't mean that she can be compared to, like, literal monsters. Because I don't think that this makes her a monster. Oh, I don't think so either. Plus, she was, like, a young girl just trying to get by. Yeah, I mean, R. Kelly, Rick Ross, they're, like, grown-ass men. Cardi was, like, a teenager and needed to eat. Like, different, different. Yeah, she was, like, 19 being propositioned by, like, gross men. Like, sorry, if, like, a guy is, like, hitting on a teenager being, like, I'll pay you to fuck me. I'm sure they, like, weren't the nicest of gentlemen. Yeah, so hypocritical, maybe. Do I care? No. No. And, like, she, yeah, she was talking about how, in, like, that video, she's talking about how, like, she wasn't proud of that, that she used to do that. And, like, she's come a long way and, like, whatever. But she was just saying, like, that's how I made it back in the day. Like, that's how I paid my bills. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so it's like, yeah, that sucks. And so then she... And it's like, it's also, I hate when people just, like, dig up old shit randomly for no reason. You know what I mean? Oh, I know. Oh, people are all about that these days. It's it's not helping anything. Like, I don't know what they think that this is, like, solving, but it's not helping anything. 
Yeah, plus there's, like, so many bigger issues. Or it's like, oh, well, in 2009, you tweeted something, and it's like, does it matter? Like, people can grow up and change. Right. I know it's a hypocrite, but, like, I don't know. I just think it's, like, a different thing. Anyways, so then she had to put out, like, a, uh, she posted on her Instagram, like, a little note, and it says, so I'm seeing on social media that a live I did three years ago has popped back up, a live where I talked about things I had to do in my past, right or wrong, that I felt like I needed to do to make a living. I never claimed to be perfect or come from a perfect world with a perfect path. I always speak my truth, and I always own my shit. I'm a part of a hip-hop culture where you can talk about where you can where you can talk about where you come from, talk about the wrong things you've done to get where you mm-hmm. are. There are rappers mm-hmm. that glorify murder, violence, drugs, and robbing. Crimes they feel they had to do to survive. I never glorified things I brought up in that live, and I never even put those in my music because I'm not proud of it. And I feel responsibility not to glorify it. I made the choice that I did at the time because I had very limited options. I was blessed to be able to rise from that, but so many women have not. Whether or not they were poor choices at the time, I did what I did to do to survive. The men I spoke about in my life were men that I had dated, that I was involved with, and men that were conscious and willing and aware. I have a past that I cannot change. We all do. And she captioned it. All I can do now is be a better me for myself, my family, and my future. Yeah, and I believe that coming from her. Like, she's not proud of her past, but she's also not ashamed of it. And yeah, like, she, she lives a hard knock life, and she's right. Like, she never puts it in her songs. Because, like, yeah, there's a ton of male, male rappers out there that do glorify things like murder or, like, rape. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She, like, yeah, so true. She talks about it to say, like, I'm not ashamed of, like, who I am or, like, my background, but I'm, like, a better person now. Yeah, so, you know, I'm gonna let it. You know what? It was wrong. She shouldn't have did that, done that. But I'm, I'm not against her. Yeah, I mean, if yeah, I agree. Um, so that's that on that. And then some Kardashian news. Did you watch the new trailer for the upcoming season starting on Sunday? Oh, of course I did. Oh my god, it looks intense. I know. I was like, I need to like take a breath. I don't know. It was not gonna lie. I kind of teared up. Um, so the trailer just like what? No, I'm. I'm just so. It's a lot. It's just so emotional for Chloe. Same. Um, the trailer just shows it's like set to Kanye West's "Runaway," like the piano part. Um, and it just shows that like they're clearly gonna cover the Jordan, Tristan, Chloe, Kylie thing, mm-hmm. and just how it's like wrecked their lives. And it shows Chloe crying a lot. She's like on the phone saying like, "My family is ruined," and then she's like doing a one-on-one confessional with the, with the camera, and she was like, "I'm not just like a reality show. Like this is like my fucking life," and she's like crying. And then she said at the end of it, like, people are just, like, so heartless. And I just wish people realized that, like, we're all going through stuff. And I just wish people could be, like, nicer. Yeah. I that know. emotional, but, like, the whole production of it was actually, like, really emotional. And I'm not going to lie, like, I teared up. Like, I No, it really was. Like, it was, like, so intense. Yeah. 
I feel for her. I mean, that's uh, oh, of course, I always have uh, these situations. And then at one point, they show like um, Chris being like, "Cheers to Jordan and Kylie." So like, they're obviously like Jordan's obviously gonna be a part of this season. Yeah, and, because. Like, like, a- in like a friendly good terms way before shit goes down so it's gonna be really crazy to see how it all plays out yeah because it shows they're at the launch party for in february jordan and kylie like launch a collab together under kylie cosmetics so they're like show that that's the thing and then there's like a voiceover from kylie that's like everything's kind of just like a dark tunnel right now and i just don't know if there's like a light at the end of it yeah. Oh, that sucks. Meanwhile, Jordan's just getting her bag in London right now. I know. I know. I hate how she's kind of getting to the point where she's starting to, like, profit and, like, benefit from this fame. Yeah. I agree. Like, it's like, Jordan, I don't know, like, wouldn't you just be more concerned about, like, getting the people you love back in your life? Instead of being like, well, fuck you guys, I'm doing better. And it's like, well, you messed up, Jordan. You hurt people that, like, truly love and care about you. Yeah, no, I feel the same way. I I was at the point where I was, like, rooting for them to almost, like, forgive her. But now after that, like, red table talk and now that she's out doing, like, promos in Europe and shit, I'm just like, you have shitty priorities. Yeah, I agree. Like, it's because, like, that was, like, her family and it's like, yeah, they're mad at you, and they're allowed to be mad at you, and maybe that puts you, like, in your feelings, but, like, it's justified. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else on that? Because I have another Kardashian thing. Um, well, I have two Kardashian things, but go go forward. Oh, what's your other Kardashian thing? Well, mine are both about Chloe. Might be the same as mine. Huh? Mine are both about Chloe. Oh, mine was about Chris Humphreys. <laughs> Oh my god. Ugh. Did um, you read his new interview? I did. Wait, let me say these Chloe things first and then we can talk about Chris Humphreys. Okay. So, people are like mad at Chloe because last night she went to Diana Ross's 75th birthday party and she looked ridiculous. Did you see pictures of her? No. Oh my god. Oh my we god. exchanging notes. Before this, we will, we will. But I'm going to look now. So she, I assume she posted on her Instagram. Uh, I don't know if she did, but you can just put like search Kylie or Chloe Diana Ross birthday party. She wore a wig that was like supposed to look like Diana Ross's hair, like curly out to her like shoulder, in like a gold dress, because like she was trying to dress like Diana Ross, but she was a damn mess. She looked like a fool. Oh my god! And people this are saying like wig. <laughs> people are saying like it's like such cultural appropriation, which you know it's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. So she looked like an she looked like a fool. Don't don't get it twisted. I'm like still rooting for Chloe, and I feel bad for her. But last night she really pushed the limits on what she can and can't wear. Oh my god, uh, yeah, this is like a serious lapse in judgment. Yeah, and like, who let her out the house like that? Also, how did she get out the house with that wig? <laughs> how did she fit through the door? Yeah, how did she go into a car? The wig um, is Yeah, I'm reading, it. I'm reading it now. Not ideal. 
which reminds me on the Real Housewives of New York last season, Luann came went to Halloween dressed as Diana Ross and wore like a, a like curly hair wig like this, etc. I think hers was the dark hair version, not blonde, and she like wore a shit ton of bronzer on her face, and everyone was giving her shit for like being yeah it was not good but it's like it still bothers like baffles me that people do this <laughs> yeah like get a clue um oh god this particular picture i'm looking at of chloe she looks bad she didn't look good that's for sure and this is also- this is like an abnormally bad picture but yes in general not her best look and then she also caught some flack last week because this girl and i don't know if we talked about this last week or not but some girl had tweeted at her, like, working extra shifts, or, like, I calculated it, and it turns out I had to work 20 hours at my job in order to afford, like, one pair of true, of good American jeans, mm. but, like, I'm willing to pick up extra shifts because I love good American so much. Did we talk about this? No. Oh, oh. I don't know where, I don't know where this is going. I can't wait to hear. Oh, and then Chloe <laughs> responded with a tweet that was, like, that's so cute. I'm glad you love them. <laughs> and it's like, it just came off so bad because this girl saying, like, I had to work 20 hours in order to, pay, like, buy one pair of jeans. And, like, the person who makes them was like, that's so cute. And so she yeah, caught, like, a not, lot of, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, like, caught a lot of flack because it's like, not your best look, Chloe. Like... <laughs> Yeah, that's so true. Well, Uh, it's not like it was Chloe. It was not like it was Chloe responding. No, it was Chloe. No, I'm saying it was just some like dumbass intern or like assistant, probably. No, it wasn't good American. It was like literally Chloe. Yeah, I know. I still don't think it was Chloe. Oh, I 100% do. That girl lives on her Twitter. Um, just like she lives on her Instagram with her fucking inspirational quotes. True. And, I, I guess. Yeah, no, I guess you're right. It could be. But I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't. Either way, not a good look. And so then she caught, like, a lot of flack. People were like, are you, like, stupid? Like, this girl's, like, having to work, like, half a week of work in order just to get, like, a pair of jeans. And you say, like, that's so cute. Yeah, and you're just like, yay, fun. It's like, no, she didn't mean that in, like, a good, good way. Or also, like, fucking send her a pair of jeans. Yeah, like, she meant it in a good way because she was like, I just love them so much. I'm, like, willing to do it. But it's like, girl, but then, like, for your brand, that looks bad for you to be like, that's so cute. Um, yeah, but, you know, it would have been, like, it would have been a total, like, like, good news, like, good publicity thing if she were just be like, oh, girl, let me, it's like, like, you know, if she were to be like, let's, let me send you a pair, like, DM me, like, for the brand, that would have looked good. Exactly. And so then after she caught all the flack, she messaged the girl and then sent her, like, seven pairs. She, like, sent her oh. jeans, shorts, skirts, workout pants, but only after, like, days worth of people being like, Chloe, get a clue. Then she finally sent them. And the girl was like, I never thought Chloe's tweet was, like, a mean spirit or, like, bad taste. I just love good American so much, but I'm so happy now. <laughs> like, this is oh, a bad Oh, God. <laughs> world we live in. Like, the only thing that she should have done from the 
start was like, let me send you a pair. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, she didn't have to send her seven pairs to make up for it when she could have just, from the start, been like, let me send you one pair. Ugh, Chloe, get it together. We're rooting for you, but it's hard sometimes. We were all rooting for you. <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, then Megan can take it away with fucking Chris Humphreys. I mean, so Chris Humphreys gave an interview this week, and he talked a lot about his, like, marriage to Kim. And I didn't read the whole thing. I read, like, another article's version of his interview, like, the important Kardashian shit. And um, basically, he was just, like, saying how everything was like real it bothers him the most when people say that their relationship was fake because it was all real and it hurt him a lot when things ended um and that like for so long after he had like a shit ton of anxiety and like didn't want to leave his house because people were just attacking him and he like didn't want to be himself anymore like he didn't want to be chris humphreys and i don't know i kind of started to like feel for the guy I i always thought he was like a douche just because that's what the Kardashians like led us to all believe, but I don't know. He didn't really do anything wrong. He didn't do anything wrong except for the fact that back then, when they were getting divorced, he like alluded to that everything was fake and that they like played him. And then that's like why he like drew out the divorce for so long. Even even tried to like get Kim's money because he said it was all a plot on the series that he wasn't aware of. And so it's like. That's why people, like, started hating their own, the Kardashians. And so it's like, bro, you can't start this fire and then, like, seven years later be like, oh, my bad. Actually, it was all real. Yeah, but also he was young back then. He was probably looking for, like, any straw to grasp to, to, like, make himself, like, not either look stupid or look bad or to, like, he, I don't know. He probably didn't know. And he probably had some, like, publicist, some, like, skeezy publicist that was, like, putting all this shit out for him to get him famous. Like, I don't know. But, and I'm sure that they've all, clearly, everyone in this situation has grown up a lot since then. So, whatever. Just, just notable that Chris Humphrey stills actually exists <laughs> and is his own person, aside from the Kardashians. He is. And I'm glad that he finally said anything. But I do think that he helped start the long-lasting fire of, like, let's hate the Kardashians for no reason. I think that he had, like, a big part of it. So I'm kind of like, it would have been nice if you had said this a few years ago, but I guess I'm glad you've grown up and said it on your own now. Yeah, I agree, and I forgot that he, I do remember now that he was out there, like, talking all that smack right after it happened. I think it says a lot about what he was actually going through, that he ended up staying quiet for so many years after that. Like, he could have tried to still be like famous and relevant and shit but it says even more that he like fell off the radar of fame just because he was clearly so like impacted by it yeah and like you say you say stupid shit when you're like bitter about a breakup so it's like i get it however i do think it just like helped because like before then like people yeah like dislike the kardashians but like not at the level that it happened after their divorce like I know, that's I so weird to me because I'm just like, wow, why do people really care? Like, it's just a relationship. Yeah, because and that's they, uh, whatever. Marriage is also obviously mean a lot, but it's like it's just a relationship, and it's not even yours, and it's not your business, and you don't know these people. So why are you letting this upset you so much? If you're gonna be upset about dumb shit they say or whatever, or 
their show and not want to watch it, that's fine. But like strictly this relationship, why? <laughs> yeah, and it's like, yeah, they got married and got divorced 72 days later. And like they spent a lot of money, but it's like, it's not your money. Why do you care? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like they tried to make it work and it didn't work. And it's like Kim has talked about how she like felt pressured to like marry him and she like didn't want to back out because she had spent so much money and invited yeah, all these she people. was like a young girl. She's in too deep and shit like that. Like she didn't want to disappoint people or like waste the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's like when everything turned for the worst against the Kardashians because like then people started really hating them. It was so random. I know. I'm just like, literally, why do you guys like have a fat boner for Chris Humphreys? Because I mean, kind of. Do you? No, I, I mean, seeing pictures of him in this interview article was also a friendly reminder that he is fine. Huh. <laughs> I mean, I always thought he was cute, but he's looking good these days. Those days were so good. That was, like, such a different Kim back in the day. She was, like, loved blazers and, like... <laughs> yeah, business casual Kim. <laughs> yeah, she, like, loved, like, her tons of makeup. And she was, like, I swear, like, a whole different person. She actually had, like, a personality. She did. You're right. And she was, like, she had, like, a different voice. She was, like, a whole different person. Those were the good days. That's when, like, keeping up the Kardashians was actually, like, super funny. Oh my god, yeah. Oh my god, I love those episodes. And that was when he threw her into the water and she lost her earring and Courtney delivered the iconic Kim, there's people that are dying line. <laughs> Courtney, woo woo! <laughs> yeah, but Jesus, they all had personalities back then, no, never mind. But like, I get like why they don't have personalities now, because it's like, god, the media just turned them into like people who are like, scared to even say one thing so it's like I get like why they're also like monotoned like in front of the camera and stuff now I'm sure they have personalities when they're just with each other but like I get it oh my god yeah go back to like the early seasons and those bitches had no filter yeah but now like anything that they say is like scrutinized to death and so it's like well yeah of course they're gonna be like bland and boring because it's like they feel like they can't even like make one move without people like wishing I know them I know it's all fascinating to me and I keep up but this is not a Kardashians podcast so what's next um (laughs) Wendy Williams oh so Wendy Williams has kind of had like a tumultuous year poor thing I know I love Wendy she, like, fainted on her show last year, and she had, like, some health scares, and then she, like, took a break from her show um, for a few months, and then she... But then the break, back. then the break was going, like, longer and longer and longer and longer, and, like, she just basically never came back. Yeah. And then she came out and said, like, that she had been going to, um, she had been, like, in a rehab, and she had been going to, like, multiple AA meetings throughout the city every day because she just like wants to get better and we found out that her husband had been cheating on her her husband of like years had been cheating on her and he got his mistress pregnant 
So this week, his mistress had this, their baby, this baby girl, and Wendy Williams relapsed. I know. It's very Ugh. sad. I feel bad for her. She's been with her husband for like over 10 years, I think. I think longer. Yeah, I think they've been together since like the beginning. Yeah, I want to say like a like decades type of thing, like before fame and all that shit. And she's been famous for at least like ten years, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. And so yeah. So then, and his mistress isn't she like in her fucking twenties? Um, I don't know. I haven't read that much into it yet, but I've seen the headlines, and it makes me sad. Yeah. And so like, it's like one thing to fucking cheat on your wife. Um. Hold on. Are you good? Sorry, my grandma was calling me. Um, it's one thing Aww. to cheat on your wife. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to cheat what? on your wife, but then to get someone else pregnant and like, fuck you, dude. Yeah, while while your wife is like in this fragile state, fuck you. That's like men who like this happens a lot. Like, when women get cancer and, like, their husbands will, like, cheat on them while they're, like, going through chemo and shit. And it's, like, so fucked up. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was, like, a movie. And it, it fucked me up. I can't remember what movie it was. But I feel like it happened. And I was like, oh, this is not okay. Well, it happens in a ton of movies because it happens a ton in real life. I've read, like, a million stories about it because men are trash. And it happened. I don't know if you ever watched the Lifetime movie, Why I Wore Red Lipstick. Definitely not. I'm a big Lifetime. Must have missed that one. (laughs) I love Lifetime. Um, It actually has Felicity Huffman in it. (laughs) I think. Um, And yeah, one of the people in there, her husband has an affair and then leaves her while she has like stage four breast cancer. She ends up like surviving. Oh, and he like takes all of their money and like moves out of the house so then she has to like live in this like tiny one bedroom apartment um and then she like has an idea for a business and so she like goes to the bank to get a loan and her banker like like everyone turns her down and then she finally finds like one banker who like believes in her and like approves the loan and then it turns out to be this like big business and then I think they like get married it was a true story because all those stories in there were true oh and so then she like ends up surviving and like getting all this money and like finding true love i think the guy the banker was like stanley tucci (sighs) (laughs) it was good anyways (laughs) so fuck wendy williams husband is what i'm trying to get at yeah that's fucked up i feel bad for her and fuck that mistress too because Everyone knows that's like he's married. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's like a producer on her show, and he still works for her show. Oh, I didn't realize that. Wow. Yeah, and like then she was gonna take him back, or she took him back. But then this week, when she relapsed and she was like seen back at a AA meeting, um, it was like the first time she's been seen without her wedding ring on. So I'm like, Wendy Williams, forget him. You are a boss-ass bitch. You have your own show. People love you. You make bank. Like, go and be your own person. You don't need that trash. Yeah, she deserves better. I hope that she finds the help she needs and 
on top, which I know she will. Me too. And like, let him go be a six-year-old with a infant. Yeah. Good God. Um. In other news, I'm just gonna touch on this briefly because I don't. It's just too complicated for me to like keep up with. But the charges against Jesse Smollett have been dropped by the Chicago PD. Yeah. I mean, my initial reaction to this is what the actual fuck. But then I realized I don't have like the time or effort or care to read that much into this and figure it out. So might just be reporting the news on this one because I don't really have any opinions to give. I don't have any opinions either because it's all just too messy and the story changes every five minutes. So I'm kind of like zoned out on it. Yeah, so even if we say something now, who knows what's going to happen tomorrow, you know? Exactly. Um, By the way, Wendy Williams and her husband were together 25 years. Oh, fuck him. Yeah. And, like, you built, like, 25 years, that's like building a life with someone. So, yeah, I understand, like, why she decided to stay with him at first. Because, like, how do you just walk away from, like, something for 25 years? You know what I mean? Like, that's Mm. all you know. Yeah. Ugh, God, Wendy Williams, hire me on your show, and I'll be there to fucking make sure you never text him, you stay away from him, you go and get your bag. Okay, I need to stop reading. I'm too right. distracted. Okay, I'm done. What's next? Um, Speaking of relationships and, like, other women and whatnot, Justin Bieber freaked out on a fan on Instagram this week. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The fan's Instagram handle is Jaylee is a joke, and Jaylee is, like, Justin Haley. That's, like, their relationship name. So the person's Instagram name is Jaylee is a joke. Which, and... like, why? <laughs> yeah. Definitely, he, like, like, a 14-year-old girl who's in love with him. Well, that's what he, like, said. He, like, posted a picture of Haley, and Jaylee is a joke commented, you're not in love with Haley. You only married her to get back at Selena Gomez. Plus, Haley sleeps with men like Shawn Mendes for fame. And she's racist. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how do you spell Jaylee? I gotta look this up. J-A-I-L-E-Y. Oh. And so, he commented back a whole paragraph. And he said... And he, like, usually never responds to comments like this because his Instagram gets flooded with comments like this because, yeah, like, so many, like, preteen girls are in love with Justin Bieber and they don't understand how, like, adult emotions work or, like, what life is. Mm-hmm. And so he commented back, and he, like, rarely does, and he said, you're immature. The fact that you have an account dedicated to dissing my wife and I is absolutely absurd. Why would I dedicate my whole life to someone in marriage to get back at my ex? Anyone who believes this is mean-spirited or 10 years old or younger because a logical person doesn't think or talk like this. You should be ashamed of yourself, really. I absolutely loved and love Selena. She'll always always hold a place in my heart. But I'm head over heels in love with my wife, and she's absolutely the best thing that has ever happened to me, period. The fact that you want to spend your day dedicating yourself to hate says a lot about you. And if this was some sick ploy to get my attention... You to get you are wrong, wrong on so many levels. He's a terrible speller, by the way. That's nothing against his character. It's just true. <laughs> um, you're Same wrong. though. 
you're wrong on so many levels. I've seen multiple people say things like this and then will never respond again to a message like this because I don't even like to give it my energy. But this is a reply to all immature, sick people who send Haley hurtful messages like, he'll always go back to Selena or Selena is better for him. You have no idea what my life is and what's good for me. Haley's my bride, period. If you don't like that or support that, that means you don't support me. And if you don't support me, you're not a fan or a good person. If you were raised right, your parents would have said, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything. Ooh, tell Yeah, I was like, fucking go off, Justin. Because, like, yeah, you fucking immature teenagers, he's literally married. Like, they got married. They are husband and wife. Like, Selena and Justin is over. <laughs> they yes. are husband and wife. Yeah, yeah. Selena and Justin was like, were like a teenage relationship, like a young love thing. Like, yeah. And like, no. He's like trying to be a better person. He's been like open about his depression. He's been open about how much Haley helped him. Like, Haley's truly like the love of his life. Like, he married her. And so, like, to like say all these mean things and. Didn't he also come out this week saying that he's like taking time off to like work on himself and like shit like that? And yeah. these people are still out here trolling him like idiot. Yeah. He's like been going to therapy, saying that he has like really bad depression. He like wants to get through it. He said that like Haley's been like his biggest supporter. Um, but she also came out this week and said that like his fans are like really aggressive towards her. And it's like, yeah, I'm sure she feels like shit all the time. Like whenever he posts a picture of her and all of it is is like hateful comments about her. And, like, loving comments about Selena Gomez. Like, God. When that's, like, okay, yeah, him and Selena dated for, like, four years when they were teenagers. But, like, I, we just got married. Like, we're husband and wife. We're, like, grown Yeah, oh, my God. I can't even imagine what that would be like. That would suck so bad. Yeah. Or they're always, like, trying to, like, make a feud between Haley and Selena. And it's, like, I'm sure they're not friends, but I'm sure they're not, like, enemies. Yeah, because that's how adults act. But these little, like, teenagers on Instagram just, like, can't figure that out. No, they have no idea. To teenagers on Instagram, there's, you know, like, all they know is, like, probably, like, one relationship in life. Like, they've never been to the point where they move on with another person. Oh, God. You know. You know. Yeah, like, this is a wake-up call to all teenagers. You'll date someone, you'll break up with them, and then one day they'll marry someone else. That's just how life works. All of your exes most likely will get married to other people. And, like, you'll marry someone else, too. Like, <laughs> that's just how being an adult works. You don't stay with one person. You're allowed yeah. to with other people. But it's not, and it's not a bad thing. Like, that's no. literally just life. Fucking youth. For the most part, I mean, I know some people, like, the first person they date is, like, their love of their life. But, like, for the most part, that's, like, not how it is. For most people. Yeah, so your little 16-year-old boyfriend probably won't make it past high school graduation. (laughs) (laughs) To all the 16-year-olds listening. Sorry, Brad and Karen. (laughs) You're over. Uh, He never loved uh, you, Brittany. uh, He was just dating you because he got your license first. He just wanted to go to prom with you. Because you could drive, and your brother bought him alcohol. And your parents got a sick party bus. 
us or your group. And your parents are <laughs> cool. Wake up, Brittany. He's going to a different state for college. You really think it's going to last? You really think he'll be faithful to you as a freshman? He won't. He won't. Even if you were at the same college, he probably wouldn't. Go to college single. Yeah, this has nothing to do with him. You go to college single, Brittany. Fake Brittany, who we don't know. But (laughs) But it is out there. If anyone needs to hear this, go to college single. (laughs) Truly, that's actually a really good life lesson. I'm not even kidding. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, like, that's gotta be really fucked up. And, like, what he said, too, is, like, you're not a fan if you're like this. And it's, like, that's so true. Like, if you're a fan of someone, you're happy for them if they're happy. Or, like, you're not, like, tearing them down when they say, like, I have depression. And, like, Mm -hmm. so, yeah, it's, like, no, you're not a true fan and you're, like, don't care about him. Like, you, like, genuinely do not care about him. He's just, like, an object to you. And it's, like, Mm -hmm. that's why he has this depression is because, like, he was just an object to people for so many years as, like, a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I feel for him. He seems like such a nice person. I know. I know. I, okay. Okay. We all know that I think that he was, like, the world's biggest douche back in the day. But back in the day, he was the world's biggest douche. But he just didn't know any better. And now he's trying to better himself. And I'm here for it. And I'm here for him. And you go. You go. You go, Justin. Yeah, he was the world's biggest douche because he was, like, 13 and he was, like, the hottest teenager and, like, a millionaire. You know what I mean? Yeah, obviously. And And he, like, bought monkeys and, like, raced cars and shit. Yeah, and, like, that would make anybody a douche. But he's, like, said now, he's, like, I was a douche. Like, (laughs) and it's, like, it's very telling that he's, like, only 25 or however old he is, like, 24 and he's like, I'm trying to be a better person. I'm going to therapy. I'm doing all these things. Yeah. And hello, he's married. Yeah. And it's like, that's a very mature thing to do for mm-hmm. anybody at 24, but especially someone like that. So I mm-hmm. applaud him, and I hope that he gets the help he needs. And I hope him and Haley have, like, a good marriage. I mean, they seem good for each other. They do. I do recall us saying in previous episodes that we don't know if they will be end game and I still feel that way but I think that they will have a very lovely marriage and I hope that they do because that's what they deserve agreed um and then did you see the chaos that spread across the internet yesterday when Jezebel writer Tracy Clark Flory released an article that was called Jagged Little Pill is actually very bad um, I did, and because I see these things because you bring them to my attention via my Twitter feed, so thank you. Yes, of course. Did you read the article? Um, I did. It was trash. It was, but you know, whatever. She's just trying to write a viral article. Listen, you don't trash jagged little pill in Alanis Morissette like that. That was like the soundtrack of the 90s. It still slaps to this day because I've been listening to it nonstop since yesterday. Oh, I'm sure. I should too. Also weird because Jezebel is like a super like feminist, like pro-female site. And then like that album is like the ultimate like feminist anthem album and they're just like trashing it. So like what? 
Yeah, and she was, like, saying that it's, like, really immature, and she was, like, embarrassed that she used to love it as, like, a 12-year-old. Yeah, and, like, she didn't want to have to, like, explain her love for it, like, to her husband or shit like that. It it was kind of, it didn't, like, mesh well with me. It was all just kind of, like, tackily written. Well, yeah. But it's just clickbait, you know? It's just content and clickbait. Yeah. Like, she knew it was going to happen. But it's like, why would you write that at all? Like, it it wasn't even, like, a thoughtful piece. It was kind of just, like, a mean-spirited article about, like, an... I know this sounds stupid, but about an album that means so much to, like, women. It was, like, so bizarre. And, like, you're right. That's, like, totally not the direction that Jezebel normally goes in. And the article was like, oh, my husband thought it was embarrassing that I wanted to add it to our Amazon Prime cart. And then I had to text him and admit, like, defeat that it actually was a bad album. And I was like, actually, it's not. Like <laughs> I know it was also you're right. If it was thoughtful, if she really would have taken the time to like dive into like specific songs and lyrics and why they don't resonate with her anymore, that's one thing. But the the way that it was written, she sounds like a real asshole. She's all like, yeah, uh, oh, "Yes, yes, my husband owns a record player. Yes, I have this on vinyl. Yes, I'm buying this." on vinyl yes vinyl 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 on amazon vinyl amazon prime cart vinyl like literally that was the article <laughs> well it felt very i had to check to see if she was white and i was not surprised that she was because she like said a really weird line where she was like my husband like loves has great taste in music he has all these albums and then she listed like a ton of like rock and roll albums like the greats like the doors whatever you know what i mean yeah and yeah. she was like, I have two albums, Rihanna and Tupac. And I was like, that felt like weirdly, <laughs> weirdly white thing to just like try to drop in there to make yourself look cool. Like, yeah. oh, I have only Rihanna and Tupac. But I decided to get Alanis Morissette. But yeah, like the whole album was just like mean and just like mocking truly one of the greatest albums. I mean, it's like one of the top Billboard albums ever. And so it's like, yeah, she had been thoughtful about it and was like, and, like, looked back and been, like, I appreciate the album for what it was when I needed it, but now it doesn't resonate with me as much. Then I would be, like, okay, you're, like, you're, that's fine. Like, that's your opinion. But it was just, like, so mean. And, like. Just one of those instances where people think that they're hot shit because they choose to dislike something that's universally loved. Yeah. Yeah. And it felt, like, in a way that she was, like, mocking anyone who still, like, loved the album. It's yeah, like, it's like, uh, yeah, it makes like the reader think like, oh, should I be embarrassed because I still like that album? And it's like, no. Yeah, you're right. It's like not, it's like you're not edgy for not liking something that's popular. Like that's not a personality trait, Tracy. <laughs> yes, I'm trying to think of another example of that that drives me nuts. I don't know. It always happens with, like, movies. People are like, oh, God, I don't want to see that. Like, everyone's talking about it, and it's like... I know. I feel like there's one specific movie that, like, everyone... I don't know. I can't think of it. And it's like, well, that's weird that you don't want to see it just because other people like it. I feel like I always want to see, see things that people like, except for TV shows, but that's my own ball game. I was going to say, except for Game of Thrones, but that's my own battle. <laughs> oh, God. I will not watch Game of Thrones... And I do Strictly not because of its fans, I'm 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 that person. I won't watch Game of Thrones because it's like I tried once and I was like, there's too many names and they don't make sense. They're just made up, and I can't keep track. And then yeah, the fans have turned into like weird 
cult fanatic, so that I'm to the point where I'm like, well, now I'm never going to watch it. But I'm also just yeah. bad with those, and it's like, I do not have the time to care. But it's not like, I hate Game of Thrones because it's so beloved. I'm like, no, I just, that's just not for me. And I wish the yeah. fans, like, wouldn't attack me for not watching it. Oh my god, I know. Um, but speaking of the 90s and things that were beloved, The Craft is getting a reboot. Oh, I saw that today. I meant to send it to you. Oh, that'll be good. Do they, are there any details yet about the who's going to be in it or anything? Not casting-wise. So um, Blumhouse and Columbia Studios, which Blumhouse Pictures actually makes a lot of good kind of spooky movies. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll be the they're like the ones who are like financing it and everything, and then it will be written and directed by Zoe Lister Jones, who's an actor. She's on a show right now with Colin Hanks. I think that's like on oh. MTV. Um, and then she was also like a New Girl. She was on the show Whitney Whitney Cummings show. If anybody ever watched that, go um, look her up. You'll recognize her face. I feel like. Wait, who, what's your name? Zoe, Zoe what now? Zoe Lister Jones. Lister? Lister. Oh. Okay, yeah, I know her from something. Oh, I guess I know her from New Girl. She, like, dated someone. Schmidt? I don't know. I think she did Whatever. Winston. Winston? Maybe. Um... But yeah, so she's pretty funny, and I like her. So yeah, she's going to be writing and directing it. So I don't know when it'll come out. They haven't really announced anything today. It was just kind of announced that they're going to be doing a reboot. And I'm Mm -hmm. fucking jazzed because The Craft is one of my favorite movies. Wait, is it going to be a movie or a TV? A movie. Oh, good. Yeah, I know. Thank God. Because if it was a fucking TV show, I would never watch it. Um, Yeah, I got really... Well, sorry, go on, and then I'll... I don't mean to interrupt. Go on. Oh, I was just going to talk about how good The Craft is. If you've never seen The Craft, it's like a movie from the 90s about four high school girls who discover, like, they're witches. And it's, like, a very – starts off, like, a very fun movie about, like, these four girls being witches. Like, and th- that sounds like such a, like, and they're witches. Like, it's not, like, a cutesy movie. Like, they're badass high school bitches mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. doing badass shit as witches. Not, like, charmed or anything, but they're just, like, being reckless teenagers with their powers. And then something goes awry. I won't spoil it for anybody. And it turns out to be, like, a really dark movie. But it's phenomenal. Great soundtrack. I think, actually, Atlanta Force that has a song in there. It's a really good, great movie. And it was me and my sister used to watch it all the time growing up. And I own it on DVD now. I've only seen it a few times. I'm going to have to rewatch it before it comes out of again it wasn't one that i watched like always as a kid probably because i was a little bitch as a kid and things scared me see and i was like seven and i was like (laughs) watching shit like crap yeah no i get that um okay so what i was gonna say this random thought about remakes that should be movies instead of shows this isn't even a remake but have you seen the show the act on Hulu. Uh, what's it about? Well, anyway, it's the it's like Patricia Arquette is in it, and that girl. I think her name's Joey King. She was like the girl in that Netflix movie, The Kissing oh, about Booth. The... And it's about that Gypsy Rose story, yeah. and 
how she kills her mom. Oops, spoiler alert, but hello. And um, I got all excited for it because it was like coming out on Hulu and I was seeing a lot of ads for it and stuff and it looks really good. And then it finally came out and the whole time I thought it was a movie and now it's it's a show and I'm so disappointed. I was the same way because I thought it was going to be a movie and I was really excited. And then I went to go watch it and I saw it was like, oh, episode one. Yeah, I did the same exact thing. Like, I knew it came out last weekend, so I was like, ooh, I'm going to watch the movie, like, stay, you know, and all that shit. I was so excited. And then the second I saw it was a show, I was like, no, and I still haven't started it. (laughs) I haven't started it either, because I I told myself, I'm not going to watch it until the last episode, because it's like, I want to watch it all in one sitting. Yeah, because Hulu does that thing, you know, where, like, it's on Hulu but they still release an episode every week unlike Netflix where everything goes on at the same time yeah so yeah, yeah I'm, I'm I haven't started it yet I'll probably start it in like a week or two when there are um like three episodes to watch because let's be real I probably can't watch more than like three episodes of that at a time it's I hear it's quite creepy yeah I hear it's really good um but yeah I haven't started it either because I'm waiting for just like you said like multiple episodes because I'm not trying to yeah and I'm sure it's great even though it's a show but it's sometimes when people try to make things like that a show it's just like it like 50 minute episodes that just get boring it's like you guys could have condensed all this into one like hell of a movie yeah or it's like oh my god I want to keep watching but I have to wait for next week and then like something happens and then I forget to watch and then it's like oh I'm five episodes gone and now I don't want to watch it at all because it's like I'm not trying to watch five episodes. Yep. Yep. That also happened with HBO came out with a new series about the the first case on Serial about what's his name? Aned. Oh yeah, Adnan. Yeah, and I was like thought that was going to be like a sh- like a short. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then they're like, oh no, we're releasing new episodes every Sunday. So then I was like, okay, well I'm not going to start watching this until all the episodes come out. Yeah, and I mean, this isn't the exact, but, like, with Leaving Neverland, I thought it was just, like, a one, like, two-hour documentary thing, but it's two parts, and they're, like, a hefty two hours each, and I'm, like, ugh, this is a lot to take in, like, heavy content to take in over four hours, so, like I said, I made maybe an hour and a half through the first part, and I was, like, into it, and it was good, but now that I know it, I just don't think I'll ever, like pick it back up and finish the next two and a half hours exactly before you make a show or movie ask me and megan first what format (laughs) it should be in ask us how long we are willing to sit there and watch it because the answer is not long we'll never steer you in the wrong direction literally most things should be under two hours (laughs) most things should be a movie (laughs) they also yeah it should be a movie and it should be under two hours Unless you're Titanic, which reminds me, I was also bitching about this same thing because I'm so not into the Avengers or Marvel or any of that shit. But I did see on the internet this week that they released the runtime for, is it the final Avengers movie? I think it is. The one that's coming out like in May that everyone has their panties in a twist over. The runtime is three hours and two minutes. (laughs) Hell no. That's two movies. Like, literally every other franchise, like, movie franchise is splitting up movies into, like, two parts. But this 
fucking asshole Marvel franchise. It's just like, nope, we're going to make these people sit in a theater for three hours and two minutes. And you know what? People will. Oh, people fucking will. People will camp out outside. You know what? I people can't... will line up for three hours just to sit there for three hours. Yeah, and I can't even be bothered because, yeah, I'm not I'm not a Marvel, Avengers, DC, co- like, I don't care. I've never once seen a single Avengers movie. I've never once watched Thor or Captain America. I've never once watched any of those movies. So I it doesn't bother me that it's three hours because guess what? I'm never going to watch it. Yes. I've seen a very rare few of them, and I'm pretty sure the only time I've ever watched them is with, like, a guy that I'm dating at the time. <laughs> yeah, I think those movies... The like, humor the stuff just, like, does nothing for me except bore me. And, like, if you like it, fine. I'm not, like, saying, like, oh, you're stupid for liking it. Like, I get, like, the appeal, but it just does nothing for me, and I get so bored. And I've tried to sit down and watch The Avengers, like, three times, because people are like, it's so funny, it's so good, it's such a great movie, it's, like, one of my favorite movies. So I'm like, okay, I love movies. Like, I'm going to try to watch this movie. I've tried three times, and two times I fell asleep, and one time I was like, I can't. (laughs) I feel the same way. Like, it's almost the type of thing where I wish I liked it, just because there are so many characters, so many movies, they're so loved by, like, so many people that I I want to like it, but I just can't. Yeah, same. It's like I still haven't even watched Black Panther, and it's on Netflix. No, same here, same here. And I keep being like, "Oh, Black Panther, maybe I should watch that." And I'm like, "Oh, I'm not really in the mood. I'll watch it another day." Guess what? I'm the same way. It's literally in front of me, always for free at my fingertip, and I still can't give a shit. Me either. And I'm always like, "Oh, I'll just watch it another time because I'm not in the mood right now." And I'm never gonna watch it, you guys. I have to just be truthful with myself right now. I'll probably never watch it. (laughs) It's so long. It's two hours and 14 minutes. I can't. (laughs) There's no way I can turn that on. on, It's just because it's this is it. Because I know that if I turn that on on Netflix in the comfort of my own home, couch, bed, wherever, I will fall asleep. So there's just no point. Like, it doesn't matter what time of day I turn that on. It's long. and I'm not that into it. And I'm in my own home. I will fall asleep. Yeah, I feel like I need to, like, go somewhere with someone, and they're, like, at their house, and they're, like, oh, let's watch Black Panther, and I'm, like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then maybe I'd see it and be, like, oh, yeah, that was a good movie. But, like, I'm never Um, going to I was was pretty into Wonder Woman. I saw that in theaters when it came out, and that was, that's DC, though. That's not Marvel. I don't know if it matters, but anyway, it was pretty good never seen it (laughs) it it was you would probably like that it was like surprisingly good funny you know I I got caught up in the whole like fuck yeah Wonder Woman thing and it was good and like for someone who goes to the movies as often as often as I do you'd think I'd see it but like no I I I you guys I just can't bring myself to give any attention to any like superhero thing it took me forever to watch the dark knight which i will say like the dark knight's a good movie <laughs> oh yeah same i've seen that i can't say that i like watch it regularly or would ever watch it regularly but yeah it's good 
Yeah, like both the Dark Knights are good, and yeah, I would never watch them like on my own, but they're good. I, but I, never, like, I don't even think I saw the second one. Uh, oh, it's pretty good too, but like, yeah, I need someone else to watch it with me, like not at my house, for me to be like, okay, and then I'll, yeah, it's they probably are good, but like I'm never gonna ever go out on my own and watch them. Same girl, I will watch. <laughs> Four hours of Housewives reruns before I watch two hours of Marvel. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, I can't sit down for two hours to watch anything. Watch me watch one whole season of an old season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians that I've seen already seven times. <laughs> I know. I'm like, yes, I hear myself. I'm aware of how stupid I sound complaining about something that's two hours long. When, like you said, I could easily crank out four hours of Real Housewives of New Jersey in one sitting. But you know what? That is who I am as a person. Yeah, no one said me and Megan are perfect. <laughs> We're trash. And that's why we have this podcast. We're pretty Yeah. Awesome. I think I'm trash for watching Housewives on the couch. And I think that Marvel fans are trash for watching three hours of <laughs> superheroes <laughs> in a theater. <laughs> We're all, all trash in our own ways. <laughs> Although, you know, I will say this. I will say one really good thing about these Marvel movies is it makes my theater going experience so great because I'll go and to like go see a movie and no one's in the theater with me because they're all seeing Marvel movies and so then I'm always seeing like some random other movie and so then no one's ever in the theater with me I will say that's a good thing that happens true because there's literally always a Marvel movie in the theater um when you saw us this weekend were there shit ton of people in your theater no because i went on a monday at 12 o'clock oh yeah duh um yeah sarah and i saw it on friday and we went to buy tickets on wednesday because we we're like oh it'll probably sell out at some places so we bought them two days in advance and we wanted to go to like the um like dinner you know like food and drink theaters like with seats and like service and shit every single showing was sold out two days in advance at all those theaters so we had to go to, like, the big, massive, like, movie theater, and still every seat was, like, sold out. That's crazy. I know. Those are the type of movies, though, where sometimes it's fun to see in that type of situation, because everyone in the theater, like, gets really into it, and it's that's a good theater type of movie. You know, all movies, yeah. they're, like, theater movies and then rentable movies. Oh, definitely. When I saw the first Paranormal Activity, I saw it, like, on a Friday night, like, the first Friday night it came out, and the theater was packed, and it was, like, so fun. Yeah. Yeah, those can be fun sometimes. Yes, they can be annoying sometimes if there's, like, teenagers who were, like, were, like, you know, but most of the time, it's a very fun experience, whatever. Yeah, agree. Okay, did you, you said you had two other things you wanted to talk about? God, I don't remember what that was. That was like five minutes ago. You told me you had three notes. Uh, Oh, oh, well, I was just going to talk about things that I watched. Oh, I'm looking at my notes. Okay, so one of them was us. It was really good, blah, blah, blah. I don't really want to talk about it because I feel like everyone's been talking about it and it was great. Cool. Um, It's a very good movie and I think everyone should go see it. Um, support Jordan Peele, support everything he's about. He's truly changing the way movies are made, 
and he's doing a great job. So, yes, everyone go see us. It was really, really good. Yeah, he should probably just make every movie, like, from now on. Agreed. Under two hours. Uh, I finished Russian Doll. Oh, you did? I'm so proud of you. I, I did. Um, I don't get it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think I might have messed up and, like, not paid enough attention to the whole series. Like, potentially turned it on as, like, a background show when really it's not a background show. You kind of have to watch it. So I finished it, and it was good, and I could appreciate it. But I don't know if I totally got it at the end. Why? Because they were, like, in two different universes. Yeah. Is that the point? Yeah. I mean, I got that. (laughs) Anyway, I just ruined the (laughs) ending if anyone hadn't seen it yet. So sorry. But it's... Go on. I think it's still like a really good series. I think everyone should watch it. Once again, it's only eight episodes. Um, And every episode was written by a woman. So go support those ladies. Yeah, it was good. I appreciate it. I really love the Natasha Leone. Isn't that her name? Yeah. I love her as an actress. And the guy in it is super adorbs too. Yeah, there. it was great casting. I love the her friend that every time she sees her, she's like, birthday baby. Yeah, like, what's up, birthday baby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very, like, cute and pleasant. And actually, literally, the whole show was filmed, like, on the street that I used to live on, uh, on Avenue B in the East Village, like, right outside my apartment. But, um, so that was fun. Uh, it was a good show. I just got, I got a little caught up in it towards the end. And I was, like, wait. And shows like that kind of, like, stress me out. So... That's why at the end I was left feeling like, do I get this? Like, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> it was good. Well, maybe and, if you'd watched it like consecutively and not like half and then like four weeks later watch the other half. Yeah, no, I think that was also a problem too. I kind of like sabotaged myself in the viewing process. Happens to the best of us. All right, what was the third thing? Oh, I was just going to talk about that Motley Crew video, that <laughs> video, movie, because what the literal fuck. I'll talk about it quickly because we've been gabbing for a very long time. But there's a new Motley Crew movie uh, on Netflix called The Dirt. And I like, I like love movies about music, like movies about rock stars or like anything like that. Um, so I was like, oh, I'll watch it. I'll give it a chance. This movie, you guys, is fucking batshit crazy like it's so I guess like bad but like funny but almost like they know it's bad so they're just making it outrageous which hey I can appreciate but like Machine Gun Kelly plays Tommy Lee and he's just so outrageous and then Pete Davidson plays like the like their manager the band manager and and he's just like sticks out like a sore, sore thumb in that movie. It's so crazy. There's like one scene where like this Ozzy Osbourne character comes out while they're all lounging by the pool and then proceeds to snort ants off the ground and then pee on top of the ants 
and then get on the floor and lick his own pee. And then one of the Motley Crue drummers tries to outdo him and pees on top of his pee. But then Ozzy Osbourne gets down and licks his pee too. It's so crazy. <laughs> What's it called? The Dirt. It's on Netflix? Yeah. So, literally, if it's if you're looking for something to watch, it's at your fingertips and it's not Black Panther. Then I say go for it, but just know what you're getting into. It's not a great production. But if you are in for like a wild ride and to like sit and appreciate the outrageous, outlandish behavior and like questionable acting in it, then yeah, go for it. And were like these all based on like true events? Um, pretty much, yeah. I was like reading IMDb. I guess like every every Motley Crue band member remembers this Ozzy Osbourne incident, but Ozzy does not. Well, <laughs> like in real life, I'm like, well, I would hope that he doesn't remember it. <laughs> he probably doesn't remember a lot. He's, he's his brain's pretty fried. Yeah. But it is also interesting because I get really, like, caught up in, like, the history of that shit. Like, to be honest, I didn't even know that every Motley Crue member was still alive. They're not that, like, old of a band. I know, but I don't know. They do a lot of crazy shit. Wouldn't be that surprising if one of them died at a somewhat younger age. I mean, Nikki Six, Nikki Six, like, OD'd and almost died. Rock and roll lives forever, though. I mean, look at Keith Richards. He's Literally, so <laughs> I know. Um, also, super embarrassing to admit, but like I was kind of into it because when I was like younger, I had like a big crush on Tommy Lee. Oh no! <laughs> no, I know. Like when I was like like teenager, I was like, wow, he's kind of cute. <laughs> oh lord! I think I'll... that was like, like my younger self trying to tell myself that I like men with like tattoos but just like to an extreme <laughs> yeah yeah because he's I, I mean he's like not bad looking especially when he was like younger well now he looks I mean now he's pretty like ooh, haggard yeah. but but give it like a solid 10 years ago maybe not too bad yeah like him when the, he was like married to Pamela I mean he was yeah exactly um, it's so weird now that he's, like, married to Britney Furlon, that, like, Vine star, who was, like, never I know, married. so weird. And Britney's in the movie for, like, two seconds. She is, of course. And, and well, it's interesting to note that the movie was produced by, like, the, the crew, like, the Motley crew members. Oh, that is interesting. Um, so they're probably just, like, loving the outrageousness of it. Just like, yeah, fuck it, throw that in there, who cares, ah. Yeah, that sounds like a fun movie. And speaking of crushes, I actually have a really big crush on Machine Gun Kelly. So I'll probably, I'll probably take a gander at it. So there you go, Machine Gun Kelly as Tommy Lee. You're set. <laughs> Both of our interests marked. Um, yeah, actually, the guy who plays Nikki Six in it is pretty hot, too. Oh, interesting. I'll have to take a look at it. That sounds like something I'd be into. Maybe I'll download it before my flight. Um, yeah, I think you would be into it. Although, let's tell you a movie I want to watch on a flight. Did I ever tell you about the time that I tried to watch Spring Breakers on a flight and eventually <laughs> turned it off because I think the person next to me thought I was watching porn? Oh my god, that's hilarious. Well, I will say that like, there's female ejaculation within the first 45 seconds of the movie. Oh, great. 
can't wait to take off on Friday and stuff. So if there's any so if you're on an aisle seat or direct your screen away from others. <laughs> um well cool. Anything else you want to add? No, I think female ejaculation is a good place to wrap it up. I think that covers it. All right. <laughs> we will be back here next Wednesday to talk about more celeb drama and gossip. In the meantime, make sure you follow us on Instagram. It's Pop Cultured Swine Podcast on there. And then if you're listening on iTunes, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe. And then we will see you next Wednesday. And enjoy the rest of your birthday oh. and your celebration in San Fran this week. Thank you. I'll tell you guys all about it next Wednesday. Can't wait. Bye. Bye. I don't.